Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you discover something to read, no matter what your taste. Here's Andrew and Tess. Morning, Andrew. Hey, Tess. How are you? I'm going really well. How are you? I'm great. Um, just come off the back of the Writers' Festival weekend. I know. It's been, it's been, a, great, it's been a great time to read. Um, <laughs> and I think, you know, look, a great festival like this, I'm going to be feeling uh, the reverberations for a while because there are so many great books and then you discover new things. And one other thing, today, this is today... Um, so many great poets and and I don't take enough time to read poetry. So, I, I mentioned last week I'm bringing in uh, a Western Sydney poet. Uh, today, I'm talking about Omar Saker's new collection, The Lost Arabs. So, Omar, he is an Arab-Australian poet from Western Sydney. His first collection of poetry, which is called These Wild Houses, was shortlisted for the Judith Wright Kalanth Award and the Kenneth Slesser Prize for Poetry. Wow. Yeah, so The Lost Arabs is his new collection. It's brand new. Uh, and the collection explores family and social life, with Omar delving into what it means to be Arab-Australian, to be gay, how these identities are never just personal. And it is a deeply personal but also social look into the way that both identity and community are structured and then legitimised or denied by, well, by so many people. So the collection opens with this horrifically overlaid picture of, of boys playing soccer and men making war in boys with their pins pulled. The imagery is confusing, even paranoid, as bodies move and shift and objects fly that might be benign or incendiary. And straight away we can see the ways in which Omar will show us blurred identities. Could these young protagonists be mixing on the same street? Are they related in space or are they related across time, perhaps the soldiers growing from the young players? Belonging and identity are also explored in This Is Not Meant For You. The protagonist moves around his world searching for a place and a feeling, but continually uncovering the refrain, This Is Not For You. Uh, and I've got. To, I'm, I'm saying here. I, I would encourage people to go out and read. Don't just listen to my description of these poems. These are. This is how I've responded to them, and I really want people to discover these. So it's a. It's a collection. It's of, a collection yeah, okay. of poems. Yeah. In the eponymous poem of the collection, uh, Omar describes my certainty collapses that I am lost or can be found that there is such a thing as Arab. And even before we had the vitriol of an election assaulting our senses, it's been a race to the bottom for racist Australians at the moment. It's painful to watch, but here um, here I have to give myself pause because I'm not the target. But in fact, and you're not the target. In fact, we are the beneficiaries, whether we're participants in this or not, because these people are trying to buoy up a culture that is already dominant and, and exclude so much. In the publicity, uh, in the sorry, in the publicly racist rhetoric of these seemingly ever-present white supremacists, any non-white body seems to be fair game. But it's it's brown bodies and Muslims being particularly targeted. The media that we're, we're also complicit with these almost cartoonish stereotypes of gang members uh, and hijabi women being thrown around with no regard to to the individuals. Amidst all this hyperbole, Omar Saker's collection is asking and demonstrating who are the lost Arabs. Um, I'm not sure how many of our listeners read poetry or how often. I know I certainly don't as often as I'd like. I find it undeniable that the collections I read are more personal than much literature I experience. And and Omar Saker's The Lost Arabs is, is definitely the case here. And in that closeness... 
that tying up of identity lies a challenge for the reader who is white, who is straight, who is dominant culture and is not being targeted simply for existing. In The Lost Arab, in the Lost Arabs, we're privy to the ways in which Arab-Australian identity is fought for and struggled against a dominant culture that seeks to reduce and demonise it. And we have an opportunity to deconstruct our own identities, to, to actually cast a mirror on our whiteness. What does it mean to be, to be white? And how are we complicit? Um, and see how, how we're complicit in this demonisation, and even when we just remain neutral. To this end, reading isn't an end in itself, but a beginning. It's an engagement for the reader to not be a passive receptacle of information, but we now become invited to be a participant. Um, and yeah, I've, I don't want to put too much on this, this collection. It is a beautiful collection of poems, but I find it's impossible to be neutral as a reader here. And, and I want to invite people to discover it, but, but to also engage with it. And it sounds like you know of all the weeks for for it to be uh, to be out and for us to be talking about it as well. I mean, you look at just the last seven days. We've got uh, the the police here in Sydney are, are being uh, uh, they're in trouble for the practice drills they did at Central Station, where the uh, the person they were sort of practicing against their their target uh, terrorist was of Arab appearance. We've had uh, one of the Liberal Party members fall out because uh, of anti-Muslim uh, Facebook posts. We've Only had. one. Well, <laughs> one that I can think of off the top of my head, a couple over the last few weeks. Mm. But, um, you know, this is this is in the news. It is around. And it's mm. I think it's yeah really important to hear the perspective of the people, you know, that, like you said, as the dominant culture, mm. we might not necessarily be as privy to as we would like. We knew, And we need to that needs to be broken down and we need to be able to see that. There is no, there is no single way. I mean, whiteness can sometimes be the air that we breathe. We don't, we're not aware that we are doing it. But in the same way that we, you know, cultures that come to Australia are asked to assimilate, whatever that word means. We are asking them to become more like another thing, and that thing is what we are. And we're not, we're not moving any ground there. And. In the Lost Arabs, we see the ways in which that affects a body, the ways in which that is struggled with, but then also the ways that that it can be triumphed over. And I, I think it's important because I think I think we are doing harm by not exploring our own identity, uh, but we're also missing out by by not engaging more widely. It's really important stuff. Do we know what we're talking about next week? Yes. <laughs> I love this part. I always, when I'm thinking, oh, what are we <laughs> going to talk about next? And there is so much coming out of the festival. But I actually thought we'll talk about Melanie Cheng's Room for a Stranger. Melanie Cheng won the Victorian Premier's Literary Award, I think it was in 2017, for Australia Day. And this is her debut novel. Australia Day was a collection, and I'm really excited to be talking about it with you. Can't wait. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, Tess. You've been listening to the 2SER Book Club. We record on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Tess Connery and Andrew Popel. And a big shout out to Michaela Savage for graphic design and artwork. If you're enjoying the book club, why not subscribe and get new episodes delivered straight to your phone every week? If you want more books, you can tune in to Final Draft or subscribe to Final Draft Great Conversations Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. To keep up with everything happening at the station and discover more stories, ideas and music, follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just look for at 2SER.